All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 19th of July. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. In the top news, there was progress made in conversations between G20 leaders at the finance heads meeting in Gandhinagar that just took place. But the finance heads retained their differences over the language that is used to refer to the conflict in Ukraine. As a result, a joint communique from the finance ministers and central bank governors meeting was not agreed on. Instead, the meeting concluded with the chair's summary. At a press conference later, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitraman said that it was not the mandate of the finance heads meeting to make changes to the language on war. Moving on, this Friday, the Supreme Court will take up an appeal filed by Congress leader Rahul Gandhi challenging the Gujarat High Court's refusal to stay his conviction in a defamation case. Gandhi stands convicted, as you know, for a two-year period by a Surat court for defaming the Modi surname. The appeal was mentioned on Tuesday by Gandhi's counsel, senior advocate Abhishek Manu Singhvi, before a bench headed by Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachut. The bench agreed to list the matter for hearing on Friday. News from the telecom space. The total active base of 5G smartphones in India now stands at around 100 million and accounts for about 14% of the total smartphone user base. 5G subscriptions, though, are around 30 to 35 million. Counterpoint Research has said that India's mobile industry crossed that significant milestone in May 2023, surpassing 4G smartphone shipments per month for the first time. The research firm expects the active install base of 5G handsets to cross 140 million by the end of 2023. That's a report by the Economic Times. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has cracked down on the proprietor of Big Profit Buzz for providing investment advisory services through its website bigprofitbuzz.com and that without the requisite SEBI registration. The regulator further directed the owner to refund any money received from investors with respect to its unregistered advisory services within three months. You'll find more details in the story on the website bqprime.com. As funding in India's startup ecosystem declines, unicorns are faced with a choice. Either expedite their path to profitability, pivot, or worse, shut down. Around 20% will likely struggle due to regulatory challenges, plummeting demand, and unclear business models, according to an analysis of 100 Indian startups by advisor Red Seer Strategy Consultants. That's a story by my colleague Risha Bhatnagar. And again, you'll find it on the website pqprime.com. In international news, President Xi Jinping has said that China will decide on its own path to reduce carbon emissions instead of following other nations. She said that China's resolve to achieve its twin initiative of a carbon peak by 2030 and carbon neutrality by 2060 is unwavering. But he clarified that the path, method and pace, as well as the intensity to achieve the goal, should and must be determined by China themselves and will never be influenced by others. 
The remarks came after China's Premier Li Qiang met with U.S. climate envoy uh, John Kerry for the most high-profile talks scheduled during Kerry's visit to Beijing this week. That's a Bloomberg report. Turning to markets, foreign portfolio investors continue to buy Indian equity and quite ferociously at that. They bought stocks worth 2,115.8 crore rupees in yesterday's session, according to data released by the National Stock Exchange. Domestic institutional investors, meanwhile, turned net seller and offloaded stocks worth 1,317.6 crore rupees. FIIs have net bought over 34,400 crore rupees worth of equity so far in July. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How's it looking today? Thanks, Alex. Um, well, the going is steady. India is looking good. World markets are looking okay. Flows are looking strong. So no complaints there whatsoever. Market may be in an overbought zone, but the undertone is still constructive. Just be wary of the mid caps because the market breadth yesterday did look a bit wobbly. Uh, it's an important day for results. Not too many index names, but... You know, from Tata Communications to Canfin Homes, Century Textiles, which is trading at new highs, to Premier Explosives, which has gained nearly 100% in the last one month. Lots of stocks in focus. Uh, stocks that might react early morning. Well, Indescent Bank, good numbers, brokerages constructive. Jeffrey says that they see a 21% profit CAGR or FY23 to 26 with an ROE of 17%. So do watch out for Indescent Bank, very likely to do well today. LTTS, uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag because the companies maintain the constant currency revenue growth guidance of 20%, organic plus inorganic, but missed the Q1 revenue numbers. Uh, EBIT2 was down at uh, or roughly in line with estimates. Net profit was roughly in line with estimates. Uh, so it's a miss on the quarter for the revenue, but the guidance is strong and a tall ask. Uh, and the problem with this one is that unlike HCL Tech, which missed guidance, which missed numbers but maintained guidance and the stock reacted very strongly because it is not an expensive stock. LTTS is an expensive stock. So difficult to say what could happen to this one today. Adani Transmissions Q1 update uh, seems uh, okay as well. Net network now stands at 19,778 kilometers. It received LOA for three smart metering projects in Andhra Pradesh, so watch out for that one. Uh, TV18 Network, 18 Twins, both had a similar problem in that the revenue numbers were very, very strong. TV18 broadcast revenues were up 152%. Network 18, uh, in fact, yeah, nearly 150% for that one too. Uh, but margins showed a decline for TV18, and there was an EBITDA loss for Network 18. Uh, but because of a very sharp uptick in revenues, the net profit numbers were still positive. Net, uh, TV18's net profit grew 51%. Uh, for Network 18, it came down 26%. Himadri Speciality Chemicals, uh, revenues were down 9%. So that was a bit of a bummer. But margin showed up very well, 14% versus 7%. As a result of which net profit jumped 123%. I suspect this could be construed positively by the markets. CAE Automotive, revenues were up 4.7%, not too much. But margin showed up 200 basis points expansion as a result of which net profit up 60%. Uh, so these two could be in focus. Hiromoto uh, Corp will certainly be in focus. Uh, sources, uh, the people with knowledge of the matter are telling Bloomberg that India's Corporate Affairs Ministry has summoned the board of directors of Hiromoto Corp for questioning in an investigation pertaining to alleged diversion of funds. 
Watch out for this one. Watch out for Ramakrishna Forgings. It's commenced commercial production at its unit from today, which is about 12-13% of its total capacity. So this should be construed positively. And uh, the semiconductors and displays global MD of Vedanta says that substantial progress has happened to tie up technology and equity partners in semiconductors and they'll make an announcement soon. Well, I think the market would be waiting. So lots of stocks in focus today. Uh, be mindful of the fact that global markets largely have done okay and the momentum undertone is still constructive. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.